Welcome to Loving People to the Cross. I'm Pastor Tom Crandall. I'm so excited that you've joined us today. I hope and pray that this word from the Lord encourages you and uplifts you in your spirit. And I hope it draws you to walk closer with Him. Remember, after the podcast, stick around for one more message from me, your host, Pastor Tom Crandall. God bless you, my friend. This morning... I want to invite you to go to the book of Matthew, chapter 6. The book of Matthew, chapter 6. I have quoted this scripture so much, and I think it was probably last Sunday it dawned on me. I've never preached out of this verse. We're going to be in verses 32 through 34, but we're going to focus on verse 33. And this morning as we dive in, I want you to understand that seeking God requires sacrifice. It requires giving up some things. It requires dying to self and letting go. I know oftentimes we get so confused and, and we think that as we pray, you know, we, we lean on that that verse that simply says, ask and you shall receive. Oftentimes we look at those verses and, and I see that I, I've talked to probably 80% of the Christian population over the past few years. I can't say that in a whole, I can speak for our region and 80% of those people only seek God for what they can get from Him instead of who He is. And that breaks my heart. It, tear, it tears me apart on the inside because so often we're saying, God, I, I really need this promotion. God, I really need this job. God, I really need, I need, I need, I need, I need. When did we become such a needy people? When did we become the people who, if it's not my way, that's not what I want. If it's not the way I think it should be, it's not what I prayed for. But the reality of seeking God first comes with sacrifice and it comes with us giving Jesus everything. Oftentimes in life, we, we have to come to the realization of this in verse 32 that says this, for after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all things. He knows what we need. He knows what we have to have to survive. He knows what we need as a people. We don't need political agendas. We don't need big bank accounts. We don't need fancy things. I've said this a thousand times. When you go home to glory, somebody else is going to get your stuff. It doesn't matter about things, stuff. Objects in your life are irrelevant to your walk with Christ. Verse 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Key word there, and we're going to come back to that verse in just a moment, but I want you to understand the key word there is seek ye first the kingdom of God. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Now, what does that mean, seeking first the kingdom of God? Oftentimes in life, we have heard many great sermons on this. This week, as I studied it, 
I've listened to, to different opinionated uh, facts on this this very scripture because I, I'm the type I want to dive in and go a little deeper each time I study. And as I have listened this week, I've heard something so unique about it. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seeking first the kingdom of God means that we are no longer seeking things of this world. We're no longer seeking wants and desires. We're no longer seeking the things that people say that we need. We're no longer seeking the things that, that we find relevant. Because the things that we find relevant are really irrelevant to what we need in life. Amen? Because I'm going to say this, and I love each and every one of you. I care less about your bank statements. The biggest part of my ministry has always been bringing Christians back to Christ. It's great to lead people to Jesus, but it's great to draw people back to Jesus. A big majority of Christians believe that if we pray and believe and name it and we bag it and claim it, and, and man, we can, we can have anything that God has set before us. Well, you know, Brother Tom, the Bible says that He will give us the desires of our heart. He will, but you better make sure it's in line with His will. I've prayed for things. I've prayed for jobs, and I've got them, and i come to realize it wasn't what I really needed. It was just what I thought I wanted. Seeking you first the kingdom of God requires not only sacrifice, it requires giving everything to Jesus. It requires letting go and realizing that he is God of our lives. I want to say something in just a moment, and y'all are probably going to look at me and go, we've heard that before. This morning, this will be the shortest sermon I have ever preached. I promise. I'm not joking. Because sometimes seeking God means that we have to be still, be quiet, know that He is God, understanding that the inevitable facts of who He is does not equate to who we are. It doesn't have nothing to do with us. It has nothing to do with us. Hear that. It has nothing to do with us, except for the part where we die to self, take up our cross, and follow Him. The cross is heavy. It's unbearable sometimes. It is, it is very, very, very uncomfortable. The result of seeking Him first, you realize that you have to give Jesus everything and that everything that He is and everything that who He says He is is true for and through. He did not go to the cross and die for us so we could have stuff. He did not go to the cross and die for us so we could be happy and jolly all the time. He gave us a spirit of sound mind. As I listened to my pastor this morning on the way to way here, in his message, he said something and it, and it just caught me. And I even wrote it down a while ago. He said, you know, the word tells us that he gave us a spirit of sound mind, but where's the sound mind going? I can tell you where it's went. It's went to praying for stuff. It's went to praying for what can I get from you, Lord? What can I have from you? Well, we don't look at it that way. We don't look at it in that realm. We don't look at it as, you know, I'm just praying because I need this in my life and I need that. Stop praying for junk that we do not need. Amen? The result of seeking Him will cause you to lose your dignity. Well, how's that so? David said, I'll be even more undignified than this and dancing in the street naked. Remember? And his wife, what are you doing? You're making a fool of yourself. Woman, you ain't seen nothing yet. 
Because I'm going to be even more dignified than this. We're so worried about what people think and what people's perception of us is. We don't want to be the crazy Christians. We don't want to be the religious kooks. We don't want to be the ones that people look at and say, oh my goodness, what in the world are they doing at Protemus? We don't want that, that, that background on us, but yet we, we go through the motions and we do all that we know to do and we're spinning our wheels. Some of you can relate to this. When you get in a mud hole and you get stuck, the more you spin your wheels, the deeper the rut gets. Amen? And the deeper that rut gets, the further down you get. And the further down you get, it's harder to get out. Oh my gosh. Y'all don't... I want you to understand that, that sometimes we get in ruts and we get stuck. But it's by the grace of God that he pulls us out. And it's not because we've done anything or we deserve anything. It's because of who he is. And if we can't stop and seek him for who he is, we've lost all complete sense of why we're even here. It's great to come in and sing the songs. It's great to come in and do all the things we know to do. It's great to have Sunday school, but if we're not seeking Him for who He is, we're missing the point. This morning I got out of the bed and I said, Lord, break my heart for what pictures. Yesterday I got out of the bed and the Lord, break my heart for what pictures. And this, 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 this week, I, this has been my prayer every day. I see people who are hurting and broken because they simply won't seek Him first. They want answers first, then they seek Him. I see people who are, who are spiritually hungry and they won't seek Him, they only go to church. I said that last night. And I looked at a crowd of people And I'm sitting on a sidewalk in the middle of town. And I'm looking at a crowd of people. Man, they're all excited. They're all excited. They're all happy. They're, they're smiling. They're having a good time. And everything that I've seen was pleasure of self. They want to feel good. They, they want to enjoy life. And I'm not saying that we as Christians can't have fun. I'm not saying that, that we as Christians can't enjoy life. I'm saying we're missing opportunity to seek God for who He is. I have seen people broken and hurting looking for answers. I've seen people lost and dying beg for them. And we, we grab them by the hand and we, we, we share scripture with them and we call it the Romans Road and the plan of salvation. And we, we get them to say a prayer, but we never tell them, seek Him first. And all that you do, seek God first. And all that you are, seek God first. Every day when you get up, you seek Him first. Every morning, every night before you go to bed, you close your eyes, you seek Him first. And all that you do, you seek Him first.
My heart is heavy this morning. Some of y'all are visibly blind. My blind, just mind blown at this next statement. But I'm being obedient to the Lord this morning. In closing, this will be the longest closing I ever make. It's seeking Him, not worrying about tomorrow. It's seeking Him now, but every moment, every second, every day that we're alive, it's taking our problems to the foot of the cross, not for what He can do for us. See, we, we believe. And, and I can do it by a show of hands and everyone in this room would raise their hand. We believe that he is a, a father of forgiveness. We believe that he is a father of grace and mercy and love and passion and kindness. But we have forgot that he is a God of justice. We want to see righteousness back in the church. We have to seek him first. We want to see holiness back in the church. We have to seek him first. We want to see lives changed. We have to seek Him first. We want to see our lost loved ones. Listen to me. Holidays are coming up. And we all have family members that are lost and dying and going to hell. We seek Him first. The first thing out of our mouth would be, be I'm glad you're here. I hope everything's treating well. How's that going? It's like, man, you don't understand Without him, you are nothing. Well, Brother Tom, it's not that simple. <coughs> when we simply say, Lord, move me out of the way, let your word be spoken ever so true. Let me be able to share your love and mercy with my lost loved ones. Let me, let me be able to share with my family that are dying and Lord, they don't know you. Let me be able to share the goodness of you before it's too late. When we are burdened for the lost, we'll see change in, in our lives. Revival's coming up. I'm excited. I'm always excited about revival. I always love to see people come to, come to revivals and man, they get excited. And we see people saved in some cases, but I want to explain to you something really quickly. Revival is not designed for salvation. Revival is designed to revive the church. It's great to see people give their life to Jesus. It's great to see people set on fire for God. But if that fire dwindleth, how great is that fire? Jesus said that. Not Tom. Jesus said that. If that fire goes out, how great was that fire? Seeking Him requires giving it all to Jesus. Giving Jesus everything. Marriage, finances, friends, family. It's giving Him everything. <coughs> I stood up last night and I was talking to a pastor friend of mine who just happened to be coming through and Y'all know me, I don't like big crowds, so I'm like literally standing at the back door of City Hall all night as Carrie did everything she had to do and Jazz is, is pretty <coughs> I'm, I'm just being able to love on different people that I hadn't seen in a while. And he said, brother, what are you preaching on in the morning? And I said, sinking him first. And he said, man, it's easier said than done sometimes. 
They said, you know, it's easy for us to say to seek him first. It's easy for us to say, you know, I want you to, to get off in a prayer closet. And I said, man, it's not about the prayer closet. I said, I think we've missed it. It's not about getting in the prayer closet. It's not about tuning everybody else out. It's seeking him first inside of the four walls of the church. It's the church coming together and saying, you know what? We, we worship Jesus. We, we, we know that he is our Lord and Savior, but we need to be revived. And there's no other reviving other than seeking you first. The kingdom of God and all this righteousness and these things will be added unto you. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is what is it like? Well, what is it? What does Jesus say? Any man who puts his hand to the plow doesn't look back. Straightforward. Go back to Elisha. As he as he's, he's getting ready and and God calls him and he says, I'll serve you, Lord. And, and he's got all, man, you know, Eliza had everything, right? He was a man of wealth and he takes all this stuff and he, he begins to, to kill, the, kill the bulls and, and the oxen and, and they have a big barbecue. And you know what he did? And I don't think nobody's ever realized it. I didn't realize it until yesterday. He even burnt the plow. He burnt the plow. That he would use with a lot of he burn it up. Why? Because he knew in order to move forward in the kingdom of God, he had to let some things go. He had to let a lot of things go. This morning I stand before you as your pastor, your friend, your your leader, as the one who loves you, the one who wants to guide you, the one who says, What are you willing to let go of and burn this morning? You start talking like that, some people get nervous. I ain't burning my stuff. I've done been through that before. I've heard those conversations. Well, you know what I'm saying? I've got a lot of stuff. I'm not talking about your physical stuff. I'm talking about your spiritual stuff. What are you willing to let go of? You will stand with me this morning. Hey, it's Pastor Tom. I hope and pray this message touched your heart. And maybe even today you're asking yourself, do I know Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior? You know, oftentimes in life, we find ourselves in the mix of life. And life is hard. It's difficult. But if you've never trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and today you say, you know what? I want to do that. I want to accept Jesus. I want to know Him on a more intimate level. If that's you, my friend, today I want to pray with you. Simply just pray this. Father God, I know I'm a sinner. I ask you to send Jesus to come and dwell in my heart and to be the Lord of my life. I know that I'm in need of a Savior, and without Him, I would be nothing. Amen. My friend, today, if you prayed that prayer, I want to hear from you. You can email me at Pastor Tom Crandall at gmail.com I want to hear from you I want to send you a Bible I want to send you some, some information on how to continue to walk with Christ I love you my friend all the angels in heaven are rejoicing with you God bless you